Okay, welcome to season two of Seven Oaks Sport Talks. This is my first podcast attempt since last summer, so fingers crossed we get through it. Uh, and I think I've organised quite an ambitious topic as well, so perhaps it might even be a little controversial, but I think that's all right. The topic we will, we will be discussing in a roundtable style conversation is the efficacy of sports scholarships at 13 plus, so that's year nine entry. Um, and in an attempt to gain a complete perspective on this, I've invited different students with different experiences of the Sports Scholarship Award um, and subsequent benefits, if any, associated with it. So I'm, I'm very excited. I think I've brought together a, a very exclusive group of students. Um, hopefully we do this justice. Um, so I'll, I'll introduce each of you before explaining my perspective on it and then gain some insight into what each of you think. So. We have Charlotte Bloodworth in Year 7, who no doubt will be looking at the 13-plus Sports Scholarship Award as something to achieve. Um, she's taking full advantage of all the performance programme opportunities already. Uh, Charlotte, thank you, for, thank you for being part of this. Are you there, Charlotte? Charlotte Bloodworth. Sorry, you cut out a second. Sorry. Well, <laughs> as long as you're here, as long as you're here. Yeah. Um, so Charlotte Bloodworth, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Hamish McQueen in year nine. Uh, a new addition to the school this year and a, and a, and a great addition at that. Um, he didn't receive a 13 plus sports scholarship despite applying, uh, but very much embodies the character of a sports scholar and will no doubt receive recognition at 16 plus. So Hamish, welcome. Good afternoon, Jeff. Very good. That was smooth. That was smooth. Uh, Jemima Corvin in year 12, the best lacrosse player at Seven Oaks School. Current 16 plus sports scholar who wasn't a middle school sports scholar, uh, but represents exactly what a Seven Oaks School sports scholar should be. Hello, Jemima. Hi. Hello. Uh, next, we have Fenton Daverin, also in year 12, and again, a current 16 plus scholar who wasn't a middle school sports scholar but a perfect example of missing out on the 13 plus scholarship and working exceptionally hard to fulfill potential. Um, Fenton, hello. Uh, I'm flaccid, uh, hello. <laughs> okay, thanks Fenton. And then we have Reese Joseph, um, Old Sinochian, 2018 Old Sinochian, uh, a sports scholar who played probably in every A team and every first team game for every sport, for every term, for every year of school, uh, whilst simultaneously achieving 43 points in the IB. Reese, thank you for attending this. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. So thanks to all of you for making yourselves available. Uh, I found myself feeling rather passionate about influencing, influencing some change uh, with regard to the way this whole process takes place. So perhaps this whole conversation might prove a useful stepping stone in creating some change, maybe. Um, I'm not actually sure what, what to expect, but anyway, here, here are my thoughts on awarding 13 plus sports scholarships. So I think there are three main challenges to the selection process for this age group. And they are, number one, it's a measurement of performance versus a measurement of potential. So. We can measure performance based upon physical, technical and tactical ability in combination with the level of sports being played, whether that's regional or national, et cetera. However, 
there are very limited valid measures uh, of potential. Um, and we are only ever evaluating on, on a particular static point in time, but, but at a time when development will naturally involve significant fluctuations. So selecting based on performance in this category is just not suitable. Number two, talent and physical development is, is non-linear. Non so maturation changes and rate of growth. And a lot of you at school will, will know that I reference that as peak height velocity. So your growth spurt. Um, all, that all needs to be considered when identifying potential sports scholars at, at year nine, because the rate and the time of maturation are all significantly associated with performance. Therefore, naturally, some, some students will be in a more favourable position than others. Um, and that's entirely out of control, uh, predisposed genetically. And, and even when considering this, challenges remain in line with, with measuring potential. So back to point one. And then thirdly, um, I, think we need, I think we need to question whether sports scholarships at 13 plus have a larger negative impact upon those that miss out uh, in comparison to positive impact, positive outcomes or positive impacts for the students that do receive the award. And I came across, I came across this um, position statement for youth athletic development. So it's the International Olympic Committee and this is their position, their position statement. So, they say develop healthy, capable and resilient young athletes or students while attaining widespread, inclusive, sustainable and enjoyable participation and success for all levels of individual athlete achievement. And I actually think the 13 plus sports scholarship creates some conflict, some direct conflict with that statement. So there's my opening piece. Um, I, I prepared that for everyone already. So it comes as no surprise to, to you on this call. Um, and I, I, I said to you previously that I wanted you to remain honest and open with your perspective without being influenced by anything I have just said. So let's go, let's go first to Reese. Uh, and Reese, you received the scholarship at 13 plus. And of course, every student who has received a sports scholarship undoubtedly deserves it. Uh, and you were one of those. What, what are your thoughts, Reese Joseph? Um, I think it's quite hard to say that I don't agree with them, having been someone who received one. Um, I think it is quite important to have scholars. I think having those people that set the standards and are sort of the peak of their age groups and the peak of leaders in their team is important. Um, I also think, maybe from quite a selfish point of view, having a programme that's open to everyone has the potential to limit those already nearer the top from then pushing on further um, but then at the same time I think from a personal point of view I reckon my natural peak was around 14 15 um, and therefore potentially a performance program from the age of 12 would have been more beneficial to me I think I look at a couple of injuries at the age of 14 15 really sort of stalled my development and Maybe if from the age of 12, things like the SNC were more important and more engaged for everyone would have been far more beneficial. Okay, yeah, I think that's a very important point that you make about having um, sports scholars as an example of what good practice is. I think you make, you make a, a very good point there. But also in, in, in that same sentence is like, 
I don't, I don't know whether it's true or not, but you said you referred to your natural peak being being 14 years old. Um, is that what you said? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, so 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 naturally, that's I guess that's your opinion of 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 where you were at that particular point in time. Whereas uh, whereas other other people may have still been two years behind, um, and they're therefore peaking at, at year eleven, just as an example. But the, the scholarship is awarded at year nine, so obviously quite unfair from that perspective. That just purely because of a genetic predisposition to uh, peaks and troughs in physical development, um, that potentially they've missed out on 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 that accolade. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I do agree. I think potentially then, it, my opinion would be, is it possible to have later recognition on top of giving scholarships then? Yeah, because yeah. I, I think what, what I'm suggesting is, and I'll, I'll talk about this more in a minute, but is a, a formalised performance programme from, from across middle school um, and maintaining that official sports scholarship award for year 12 only um because at that point it's it's more or less a level playing field everyone has been exposed to a more consistent level of support whether that's um some performance analysis whether that's some athletic development with myself or some some individual mentoring within the PE department I think then it becomes a far more fair level playing field for for a decision to then be, be made um just that just out of interest was there was there any kind of conflict amongst students or not necessarily conflict but the disappointment did you witness any disappointment amongst the amongst the students in year nine when when you went through the process who didn't receive the award i not really no i think i was quite lucky with the year group i was in we had a large number of sporty people and i think there might have even been 20 odd people boys and girls who applied and I even all the people who weren't at the school already nearly everyone ended up coming um, and it was I think by the time you start year nine and you go straight into a season of sport no one's too bothered about who has the title of being a scholar and who's yeah just there to everyone was still wanting to perform and play to the highest levels they could and I think yeah. there wasn't too much focus on the title. Outside of obviously the the title uh, and the award, what did you was there was there any kind of tangible benefits that you that you experienced having received it? Um, I think we did the odd mental meeting and things like that were beneficial just to balance. I think thinking about setting targets and goals, but on the whole, I think once with the way the school's set up it's still very much academic driven and the sport is just a bit of a bonus so it was wasn't a huge I wouldn't say a huge change in the way I thought about my sport or the way I continued to be I think potentially actually having been joining in year seven it was almost very much for me a recognition rather than a this is now a change Okay. 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 Very good. Um, right. 
thanks thanks Reese. let's let's uh, let's move on i think i've got, i've got hamish lined up next and hamish you you were you're in a difficult position coming from from an external store uh, an ex external school in year 8 and applying for the scholarship i think this year was slightly different because of lockdown in the summer our selection process lasted the a whole half term so the first part of michaelmas term and that actually created an opportunity so for some really robust measures and attempting to create some objectivity around the decisions being made. But still, it remained quite an uncomfortable, I think, I don't want to speak on behalf of the department, but still quite an uncomfortable process and difficult um, difficult to really um, be confident in the decisions that, that we made as a, as a PE department. Um, what, what are your thoughts having recently experienced the scholarship assessment process? Uh, yeah, so I sort of joined in year nine and just really alongside the scholarship though, I had to sort of settle into the school and it was really a lot of new things happening. But um, I think overall the, the process was actually quite good and it's good, um, as Reese said, to sort of have those mentors and people that you can look up to that can uh, sort of help you. But also I didn't really miss out on any of the extra sporting development programme. So I don't think there were too many downsides and um, I don't think there was any sort of negative outcomes of not getting the scholarship other than really the big title and sort of having that. Okay, I'm, 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 gl I'm glad you've, um, you've made a point of, uh, of, of that from the perspective of, of not missing out on any of the support that's available because this year we've we've form, we've well we've kind of formalized a performance program group which is accessible to any student in year nine that wants to explore how best to progress within sport and, and PE and I think that's been pretty successful hasn't it I think we've had over 40 students receiving physical profiles in Michaelmas term uh, everyone who applied for the sports scholarship in year nine has had the opportunity to work individually with a mentor like like you've both you've um we both discussed uh, and that's a mentor within the PE department and I think it's becoming a far more innovative and progressive approach than a than a traditional sports scholarship program um I think in my opinion it actually reflects the wider inclusive approach that exists across the Seven Oaks school community I think so 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 Hamish outside of obviously not receiving the title um was you what were you disappointed uh, I, I'd say that there would be that disappointment, yes, but um, I uh, obviously I think I would be much more disappointed if it didn't come with the mentoring and um, and sort of help coming with it. And like just to have that ability, like I was uh, I sort of set up this group with Mr. Cullen and it's just it's got so many upsides having the uh, the the help and development program coming with it than than not really so. I feel like if, if there wasn't that uh, sporting development to come with it, then it would have been a lot more sort of upsetting to me. Okay, okay, very good. Thanks for thanks for alluding to to that process that we've we've been putting in place. Um, right, let's 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 move on. Let's move on to to Charlotte. Um, Charlotte, I know you're only year seven, so thank, thanks for thanks for attending. I actually, just in general, before I digress too much, I, I actually really enjoy when when there's interaction amongst students across across different year groups. I think we have we have it a lot. I think that's a unique benefit of the athletic development sessions. We've got like year thirteens and year sevens all in the same room and 
uh, I think it creates some some good interactions and um, I quite enjoy I quite enjoy this environment where where different different students in different year groups are interacting so Charlotte thank, thanks for being here and I as I said in the in the introduction I've no doubt you would apply for the assessment at 13 plus if it if it was to remain available how how do you how would you feel if it was formally replaced within an inclusive performance program uh, that could be accessed by by accessed by any student who is interested? So, would you be disappointed if if that title wasn't available to you when when you were or by the time you were in year nine? Well, I mean, obviously, I have no knowledge of what it's like to either get a scholarship or not get a scholarship, but. Um, I mean, like Reese said, I think of it as a recognition. Yeah. And probably more than anything else. Yeah. Because like being recognised for all the hard work you put in and commitment and so on that you put into your sport or sports. Yeah, that's that's a very important point, and and I'm and I'm and I'm glad and I'm glad you've said that. So. We we still have um, and Reese, you you probably received plenty of these awards. So the sports award and, and the merit award uh, ev- at the end of every academic year, and and there would be there would be no change then, as Charlotte just alluded to. Recognition for sporting achievements is still very important, um, and and those sports prizes and and the merit merit awards at the end of each academic year for your contribution to the sports program would still remain uh, as a as an important uh, part of of the PE department and, and the recognition process um, in addition to a potential hypothetical performance program so um, I guess Charlotte you you potentially uh, are, um, have an opportunity to uh, to receive that award in year seven but is that, is that something that that um, it's not. It's not quite. Doesn't quite match up to a, a sports scholar title. But receiving a sports award at the end of academic year is that something? Is that something you would you would um, look forward to? Um, yes, I mean definitely. Um, yeah. And I, I know at the minute you've been taking advantage. I think the uptake for athletic development amongst year sevens is is very popular at the minute. So I think I've been at the school. This is my fourth academic year at the school, and it's never been so popular amongst year sevens, which is which is brilliant. Um, and I think I would just like to continue that group um, and watch it evolve across a performance program, rather than having rather than having to pick apart and choose um, the best sporting, whether that's character or or. Um, technical ability or the level of sport that you represent start pulling that group apart as a result of needing to select some sports scholars in year nine um how how do you think i i asked reese the question do you think that would create some some issues amongst your your social circles if if someone received a sports scholarship in comparison to to uh to not being successful in the assessment charlotte I think that in general, most sports people have already learned to deal with disappointment. And so, I mean, 
if we did if a sports person didn't get it and they were committed to their sport and they were willing to keep going I wouldn't mind so much because I would just keep trying until the 16 plus scholarship which hopefully I would get because I'd been trying yeah I think I think that's a um I think that's a very good answer very articulate thanks Charlotte thank you um okay um right let's let's move on I need to I need to be careful of time here but let's move on to to Jemima and Fenton um so you recently received um the 16 plus sports scholarship so so just to I guess just to summarise what we've discussed so far, I'm certainly not suggesting we avoid recognition of achievement in school sport entirely. We have the sports prizes and the merit prizes, and that remains every year. Uh, and that's certainly an, an important part in, in, in awarding um, contribution to, to school sports programme. And the 16 plus sports scholarship will, will remain. So Jemima and Fenton, you've recently received this. Uh, what feedback do you have on, on this whole process? Um, and let's go, let's go Jemima first. Hi, um, yeah, I think getting this 16 plus scholarship, it really boosted my confidence and it definitely helped me um, become more of a leader, not just within sport, but in just other aspects of life. So I definitely think there's benefits to scholarships, but with what you were saying earlier about um, creating more of a wider performance programme, I think that definitely goes with everything the department's really good at. So I will have matches for whichever ability team you're in. And there's so many opportunities for everyone to take part. And I think, as you said before, about replacing it with like a bigger performance programme, that would really like embody everything the sports department's about, from like my, my opinion. And I think that more people would benefit from it and enjoy it and be able to reach their potential. Okay, very good. It just just out of interest, I apologies, I can't remember. Did you you didn't apply for the the sports scholarship in year nine? Did you? Um, no, I, I joined in year ten, oh, so I cool. didn't I didn't apply for it. Of course, <laughs> should have known that. Okay, okay. Would would you have um probably know the answer to this question already? Would you would you apply for the sports scholarship in year nine if you if you joined the school at that point in time? Uh, yeah, it would probably it would probably be definitely something I would be interested in. Whether I would get it or not, I wouldn't be sure, but I would definitely have wanted to work hard towards that. Okay, okay. Thanks, Jemima. Um, Fenton, I, I remember you. I remember you actually in the in the assessment process for thirteen plus, and I'm pretty sure it's my first experience of it at the school. And and you've certainly worked incredibly hard since then, have, and have deservedly now received formal recognition for that. How how did you? Um, how did the whole assessment process feel for you in, in year nine? Well, I mean, I had a bit of a shocker on the day. <laughs> um, I got a, well, I remember getting a seven on the bleed test, being a cross country runner. And um, yeah, it, it didn't go well. But um, having said that, I don't think it was really a kind of a bad experience. I basically got over it pretty quickly. Uh, I'd had a good season, just uh, regardless of the sports scholarship. I'd had a pretty good season in year eight. Uh, it was the first time I ran for county and so on. So it was kind of my breakout year, I guess. Um, yeah. I think the question of the sports scholarship isn't really that it's whether it's good or not. 
as in whether it can motivate you, because I think having that title really can, but um, whether it's the kind of only way to do it, like the best motivator. And I think the most important thing, at least for the people who didn't get the sports scholarship, uh, I think is that the performance athlete program was very helpful for me at least. Um, Because since I'd gone for the sports scholarship, I didn't get it, but I was automatically a performance athlete. Um, I didn't do much in year nine, but in year 10, when I started kind of getting, running more seriously, I guess, um, that's when kind of the S&C sessions and so on really helped. So I think with with the the numbers uh, you were talking about of people being able to do it in year nine, I think that is really helpful. And that in some ways can kind of at least help the sports scholarship system, but then also you could look at alternatives for it altogether. Okay. So would you, um, I don't know whether to try and summarize each of your opinions, but if it sounds like the performance program is certainly, um, is certainly really good moving forward. It's, innovative it's inclusive it's progressive um so do you think that is enough to kind of alleviate some some difficult decisions um when choosing year nine sports scholars or or would you would you suggest that you we still remove or we still look at trying to remove that 13 plus award um and completely formalize the the performance program what 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 are your thoughts on that well I mean, to be honest, I've thought about it and I'm like, really not sure. I'm not sure what way I'd go as in kind of keeping the sports scholarship in um, 13 plus or getting rid of it. I think the important, I think the most important thing is the performance athlete program for that's kind of accessible for anyone who really wants to push the sport, right? That's really important because not everyone who's going to, become a good athlete is going to be good at 13 plus. And I think that is kind of one of the main points against the scholarship that just because you're good at 13 plus on one day doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to keep it up and doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to continue to be good or you might just, you know, not really want to continue the sport as you get older. So I'm not sure where to go with keep the scholarship or not. But having a kind of a clear way where people who may or may not have got the scholarship can work to improve their sport uh, and kind of having a clear route to that and having it that kind of everyone hypothetically, if they really want to push it, can do the um, performance athlete program. I think that's a really good thing, which would kind of help anyone who potentially wants to push themselves and help them kind of achieve more. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, com- completely understood. Thank, thanks, uh, thanks for your insight, Fenton. I think um, if, if we've got a few, a few minutes left, should, should I, I'd like to give, give you the opportunity if, well, you may or may not have any questions you want to, you want to ask each other, um, or is there anything anyone else wants to input uh, before, before we lead to a conclusion? Well, 
I do think that um, another reason for it being good is that if you take the example of um, A, B, C, D teams in hockey, for example, um, the A team, who, say, has the scholars and the high-performing athletes, um, they will... They will, they will get a lot better and achieve more because of what the support they're getting, whereas the BCD teams, maybe not so much. Whereas if you open it up to more people, then the BCD teams will sort of be able to catch up to the A team and it gives them a better chance against, like, for obviously tournaments and stuff and things. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. So that's just that's just supporting the the inclusive performance program. Um, that and I think I think actually we need to we need to do a better job at probably publicly um, presenting it as, as an option for 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 all students who would be interested in in being part of the process of trying to unpick performance and and exploring what it takes to to improve. Um, improve your sport whether that's physical technical tactical um psychological input um but yeah i think i think as a department certainly something we, we can start doing better is publicizing what what we have to offer with amongst the that formalizing the performance program process yeah, has anyone else got got anything they want to add reese have you got anything yeah i think the one thing i say is the question of as a school and as a department what what are your aims and what are the what's the ambition are you looking to produce performance athletes performance sportsmen and women who go on to kick on to play representational sport represent the countries or are you looking to be the best school teams and be the best option on the circuit for age group and under school age group sport it's a very good point reese joseph um and we've actually recently put together a, a department vision. And at the top of that vision, we, we, we put it together with, with, with a student like you in mind, actually. So 43 points at IB um, and consistently attending and representing school sports, uh, whether that's Michaelmas term rugby, Lent term football and summer term cricket. I don't think there were many school fixtures that you missed, were there? E even, even during year 13. Yeah, yeah, I didn't miss any in your thing. Exactly. So it is possible. I think in answer to your question, we, we want to um, we we're trying to we're trying to achieve the possibility of representing school sport, exploring your own unique potential while simultaneously achieving 40 points and above it in the IB. So that that is our vision as a department. We need to just start putting the process in is in place now for for that to be achieved across um, a wider population of students at the school. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, but I think, yeah, I think the potential of the development program is good. I think it's just a case of, is there scope for that alongside a scholarship program to really extend the very best to become even better as on top of extending everyone? Okay. Right. And whether does like a, does a scholarship program on top of a development program enable the school in general to improve and 
specific individuals really to pursue sport to a high level outside of school and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good questions. Um, um, Jemima or Hamish, uh, have you got anything to add before, before, we, before we wrap up? Uh, no questions. I was just going to agree with what uh, Reese just said about having both running simultaneously. But even if we didn't have the scholarship one, I think if you were going to be awarded one, you'd have the self-motivation and commitment to keep going. So I don't think there'd be a problem for people at the top progressing as fast as they would if there wasn't a separate program, if that makes sense. I think if they're going to be committed and motivated to get one, it, if you had everyone in the performance program, that would work equally as well. Okay. Yeah, very good. Uh, and, and, and finally to Hamish, you've, uh, you've, you're going to add a final conclusion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think just generally the, the sports program is really good and to have everyone on that. I think maybe as Reese said, there could be another group for others that might excel a bit like higher or faster, maybe. I'm not sure, but I think just having that development program is very important and very good. Okay. Right. Brilliant. Um, I, th I think we'll, we'll conclude there. Um, thanks everyone for, for offering some critical perspective to I think it's always important to question a traditional approach. And I think it's obviously a, a traditional approach, which is common across a lot of different independent schools. But um, I think this was a really unique discussion point uh, and, and certainly offers some, some really interesting perspectives that we can, we can start implementing into our, um, our, our normal routine um, and daily work patterns as, as a department. So, um, so thank you, everyone. Thanks, Doc. Thank you.